know it is tough to really think this way, but it, I, I really believe that it does make a massive difference if you want to achieve great results in life, if you switch your thinking to think like this. Welcome to The Underestimated Entrepreneur, where I share mindset, lifestyle, and business hacking tips, tools, and some painful lessons along my journey from growing my businesses and also working with some of the top entrepreneurs, business leaders, and professional athletes. Driven Mofos, welcome back to another episode of The Underestimated Entrepreneur. Let's talk today about the switch in thinking that massively changed my life, and I think that it will massively change yours too, should you think this way. But give it a shot and test it out and try it out. I really think that it makes a massive difference, and I know it was one of the big factors that changed my life and my direction. Now, for those of you who don't know who I am, I'm Michael Mojo, the founder of Mojo Human Performance Institute, where we focus on mindset, business, and lifestyle hacking for Driven Mofos. The reason why I do these episodes is that most people waste their life and I just don't want you to be one of them. So let's get on with it. Let's talk about something that really made a massive difference in my life. Just And it was a shift in thinking. It was a shift in perspective. Now, it's funny that I became one of the country's top mindset and high performance coaches that have been able to work with everyone from rich listers to professional athletes and everyone in between, anyone who wants to achieve great results in their life. And I've been doing this now for almost 13 years and been working with people for almost 20 years in industries where I just help people improve the quality of their life. But what I realized was that it wasn't just health that made a massive impact. Originally, I thought it was. I thought, you know, if I can change the health outcome comes in people, I will improve the quality of their life. Yet I would give the same advice to 20 people and, you know, five people would get amazing results and the other 15 wouldn't. And I mean, they would improve a little bit, but they would improve and then self-sabotage and go back to what they were doing. Or, you know, and this was when I was a personal trainer or, you know, even when I was working in the medical center doing physical rehab and all of those sort of things. You know, some people would get great results and there were just so many people that would get great results and then fuck it all up. And I kept thinking, you know, what's that difference? And I realized one day that most people know what to do. They just don't do it because of what's going on in between their ears. And that's has a lot to do with their brain and their mindset. So that's what really led me down the path of studying a lot of this stuff and then um, becoming a coach and working in that industry to the point where, you know, I was fortunate enough to work with uh, a fair few professional athletes over the years, fair few world champions, um, and then also a lot of business people from rich listers and so on, right through to mums and dads and people who've hit rock bottom. You know, we've had last year, we had someone who got out of jail and a couple of weeks after they got out of jail, they were in our Thrive Time event because they just wanted to do better. And they'd followed me for a fair while but they didn't do anything about it and they kept doing the same thing that they'd always done and ended up in jail. And when they got out, they thought this is the time to change. Now we've had that happen quite a lot, you know, with people who hit rock bottom and they've had some mental health issues and so on and they decide to come along and it changes. But, you know, we also get a lot of business people and all those types of people as well who really want to know how to excel and get the best out of themselves because they're self-aware enough to realize that their mindset fucks up everything and it also creates everything. So, you know, I I think that self-awareness is important. But this was the factor that changed for me. Now, when I was younger, I grew up and spent a lot of time with my dad. Now, my parents are still together, fortunately. They're great parents. I guess they were quite young when they had me. Dad was 19, mum was 17. Dad was just about to turn 20, um, and I think mum was just about to turn 18. So they were, they were quite young when they had me. And so growing up, I think they just did the best that they could with what they had, and, and that's why I respect and appreciate them. But there were a lot of things that I just saw that over the years, I could see patterns of behavior that were stopping them from being at their best and, and doing their best. And so as I 
grew up, you know, I spent a lot of time around my dad who was, uh, you know, he, he's a builder. He works a lot with his hands and he also had a lot of friends who were into cars. So I was always at car shows. Uh, I would go to, he was part of a drag racing team and also part of a rally team. So I grew up with the Australian Junior Rally Champion at the time. I would see that a lot of them would complain and a lot of them would be stuck in life. A lot of them would be stuck in the same situations and they would just repeat them over and over again. There was obviously a lot of alcohol being consumed if you've listened to some of the other podcasts uh, where I spoke about my upbringing and so on. Not that, you know, my dad's an alcoholic or anything like that, but a lot of their friends, they would all get together on the weekends and, you know, they would party pretty hard, which is understandable. You know, they were quite young. So uh, I guess they were trying trying to figure out life as well. But I repeated the same pattern in my early 20s where I was going out and partying quite a lot. And it wasn't until one day that I'd met this guy and I don't even know how I met him. Uh, I think it might've been, I, I used to judge swimsuit competitions back in the day because my friend used to run swimsuit competitions at nightclubs and pubs. So I was part of that scene. And um, I think I was one of the judges one night and they bumped into this guy. Anyway, he was a, a young business owner and we became mates. But anyway, this one day he rocked up and he had a CD or a DVD and he gave me the D- DVD and I said, he, he said, here, this is for you. I think you should watch it. And around that same time, I had bought a Tony Robbins audio program as well, which was weird because it was one o'clock in the morning and I was having night sweats because I had chronic fatigue. I didn't realize I had chronic fatigue uh, at that point. And it was like one o'clock in the morning and I'm sitting there stuck in my head, wondering why life's so shit, wondering why I'm not getting the results that I wanted. My ex-girlfriend had just or my girlfriend had just broken up with me and I'd moved back in uh, a home with mum and dad. I was just feeling shit about myself. And so anyway, I ended up getting the Tony Robbins stuff and started listening to that. And at that time, my brain was so shit that one of the tasks was to try to find some things that you're grateful for each and every day. And I couldn't even do it. Like my brain literally for a week, I just kept asking myself, what am I grateful for? What am I grateful? And I could not find a fucking thing. And the first thing that I remember thinking, and I remember the exact moment that it happened, I remember walking around the corner from mum and dad's house and I'd go for a walk every morning, listening to it on the original iPod, the little white stick things with the USB that you'd plug in. So it was one of the original iPods. I would go for a walk in the morning and listen and I could, it couldn't even fit a full CD on there. I think it was like, was it 512 megabyte or something like that like it was a piece of shit and I had to keep like every week I'd change the CDs or, or re-record over the top of it um, so that I could get all the the you know I could listen to one CD or half a CD a week or something on there anyway I go for a walk around the block and I'm thinking about you know what I'm grateful for and I remember this one day stopping going I've got legs there are other people who can't use their legs I guess I'm grateful for that and that's where I started that was like my first experience of actually being self-aware enough to have gratitude that's how bad my headspace was at the time and anyway so around this same time this guy gives me a DVD and I put it in and I start watching it and it's a secret. Now, some of you have watched The Secret, some of you haven't. It's okay. I think uh, at the time I didn't know any different, so I didn't know what was good or bad or whatever. These days I would recommend that there is a lot better stuff out there, but it was a start. And every week I would watch The Secret and I probably did it for like a year straight. And one of the key things that I took away from that was really that we are like a magnet. And by the way, if you are going to watch The Secret or you have watched The Secret, uh, please don't misinterpret it. There are a lot of mistruths in that DVD or whatever it is, that movie, because Dr. John D. Martini, who is in it, is a close friend of mine and a colleague. And he said that he spoke quite heavily about the law of attraction and the law of repulsion, which is a principle of physics. So it's scientifically provable. Yet what they did was they cut and edited a lot of his stuff to just talk about all the positive things that people attract into their life. And so they made it more of a fluffy, duffy, you know, happy, feel good sort of thing where if you just think about all the positive things that you want, all the positive things come true. But 
for you and I uh, and those listeners out there, you probably realize that part of that is potentially true and part of it is potentially bullshit because there are lots of things that we can think about. Like if we think about money, that doesn't necessarily mean that we're just going to attract money into our lives. There's a big shift in mindset that needs to happen in order for that to come true. But I guess if you think happy thoughts, you probably might have a happy day or a happy moment or whatever. Maybe that's partially true. But the big thing that I took away from that is that we're essentially like a magnet and what we put out is what we attract back. And I don't think that that's very disputable. I think that it's pretty legit that if you're waking up every morning and you're consistently thinking about all the shit that could go wrong in life, then don't be surprised if more and more shit keeps going wrong in your life. If you keep thinking about what could go wrong all the time, then you're probably going to have a lot of things that go wrong in life. If you're consistently thinking about opportunities and how to make those opportunities come true and how to work harder and smarter and more intelligently and plan things out more effectively, then those things are probably going to come true. And I recommend that you do this right now. If you stop and reflect in your life and look at the things that you're attracting, have you attracted as a magnet, are you attracting the right people into your life or are you, are you surrounded with the wrong people in your life? Are you surrounded by people that both support and challenge you enough in order to get your dreams and goals? Or are you just have you just attracted or are you just a magnet and have attracted people who support you, even your bad habits and all your shitty behaviors? Because they're not real friends. I think real friends tell you the truth. And real friends can be some of your harshest critics, but they will also be the first people who help you along your journey when you're on track. So I think they're great friends, the same as an intimate relationship. If you've got a partner who supports all your bad habits and your bad attitude, then that will potentially end up fucking up your life. Whereas if you've got someone who challenges the shit out of you and pushes you and tries to get the best out of you, and sometimes that means by telling you all the things that you shouldn't do and all the changes that you need to make, then that's probably someone who loves and cares about you that wants to get the best out of you. And sometimes that's tough to hear. So just maybe have a bit of a reflection after this episode and reflect upon the, I, I don't like using the word attraction because the law of attraction has been blown out of proportion. And in order to have an attraction, you have to have a repulsion. These are laws of physics. So we're consistently attracting and repulsing things in and out of our life. And if you stop and have a look, are you attracting the money and the wealth and the finances you want? Or are you repulsing money? Are you attracting the people who are helping you to get where you want to go in life? Or are you repulsing those people and attracting the people who are keeping you stuck in the current patterns that you have and are trying to keep you safe? Are you consistently worried and living in fear or concern or worry? You know, what are those thoughts that you consistently have? And then what are you attracting into your life? You know, only recently I've been talking about this. There's a lot of talk about a economic downturn or recession. And I really thought about this. I thought, you know, how can I help the community? Because there are going to be a lot of people who are going to start having price objections when I call them to try to help them. And they'll say, you know, Michael, I've got a business. I want our business to grow. But at the moment, we're in a downturn. We're struggling financially, blah, blah, blah. Now, there's going to be two ways that that person can move. The first one is they could work with somebody else or they could work with us. There's going to be, you know, two directions there. Now, if they know, like, and trust us or they like what, what I do and how I do it, or they've been referred to us from somebody else or they follow us on social media, or maybe they're part of our free community on social media or on Facebook called the No BS Business Hacks. Um, if you're not already part of it, please just jump across, check it out, especially if you're a business owner or someone that's highly driven and you wanna learn a whole bunch of mindset and business hacks or things that will help you to grow. So it's just called No BS Business Hacks on Facebook. Uh, it's a free group that you can join where we do uh, tips, tools, I share strategies, a whole bunch of different things that will help you to grow in life. Anyway, so there is going to be a direction change that, though, that, that a lot of people have to have. Now, if they're not going to work with us, then I hope that they're working with somebody else. But if they don't want to work with somebody else, I hope they work with us. But the other alternative is the alternative that most people will make. And this is probably going to be about 99% of people. And that is that I'll figure everything out myself. And what will happen there is that they're going to be fucked because they're going to essentially think about the recession. They're going to worry about the recession. They're going to worry about the housing market shifting or changing. I don't like using the 
word collapse, but what will happen is it will correct. The market has been overinflated for a long time, same as the share market has been overinflated for a long time. Uh, the crypto market has gone through a bit of a, I guess you could say a deflation or a, a correction. And so that's been happening uh, recently as well, even though it's been going up and down and, and whatever, but it's had it did have a fairly substantial correction. That will happen in the property market and it will happen in the share market. I just don't know when. I don't think anyone does. There are all these experts out there that have magic fucking balls that can look into the future and tell you what's going to happen. Um, I think they're just as legitimate as the weirdos, you know, two or 300 years ago that used to use magic balls and tell you your future. My point is that every person will have to be faced with a different decision. And that different decision is, do I want to be one of the people who thrive and prosper in a downturning market? And am I going to be the one who takes market share when all of our competitors go out of business or when they're struggling? Or am I going to be one of the ones who just fit into the majority of the pool that is just going to bitch and complain and moan and struggle? And that's what's going to happen. And that happens every economic downturn. The smart business owners will be those that will grow and excel in an economic downturn, not contract. But depending on how they focus on things, depending on how they think through things, and depending on the people around them will depend on how they grow. And so, you know, most people will collapse their business in an economic downturn. They'll just, most of them will go broke or they'll just downsize back to, if they've got 10 staff now, they might downsize back to three staff. Um, and that is very, very common. It happened in 2008. It happens, you know, in most markets where they correct. So this is just something to think about, but it really comes down to how self-aware is that person in their thought processes? Are they thinking consistently about what they're thinking about? Now, in scientific terms, that's called metacognition, where a person is thinking about what they're thinking about and, and thinking about what they're feeling, and then seeing what is happening with the, their attraction and repulsion forces. But if you think of yourself as a big magnet, one side of the magnet attracts and the other side repulses that same thing. So we're consistently attracting and repulsing. And it's very, very evident and it's scientifically proven that cells have electromagnetism. There's electromagnetic charges or electro, yeah, there's electromagnetic charges. Uh, a lot of our body works off of that. So part of the reason why we have minerals in our body is um, based on those charges and the way that the minerals work and so on. There's gating mechanisms within the whole body and in the brain as well that work on electrical potentials. Our whole nervous system works on, on electric potential or, or these potential electric potential charges and so on. So I really believe that the human body and the human mind is a massive magnet. There is a, a repulsion and a, an attraction force that happens. Now, maybe that could be broken down as well into confirmation bias and disconfirmation bias, which I won't get into. So maybe that's part of the case as well. But my point is that if you're not getting the results that you want in life, maybe it's time to just stop and reflect and reflect on every area of life because you might be doing great in business, but are you doing great in your relationship? Are you doing great in your friendships? Are you doing great in your health? Are you doing great in your mental health? What's your mindset like? What do, what's your emotional state like? Now, for some people, they might have great friendships and a great relationship, but are they doing well financially? So it's time to stop and reflect on all the areas of your life and see what you're attracting and what you're repulsing. It's just an easy way of thinking about all the areas of your life. Just if you remember that magnet, you're either attracting or you're repulsing things. And if you don't have the results that you want, maybe the question is, what do I need to become or who do I need to be? And what do I need to learn in order to attract the things that I want in that area? And then go after it. Anyway, Driven Mofos, I hope that helps. Stay hungry. Also this week, my goal is to get more people on this podcast. So if you haven't already done so, I put up a challenge and that challenge is, is it possible for you to tell one person in the next week about this podcast and either share the link or just let them know, show them the podcast and just say, go and check out this podcast. I'm looking to grow these numbers and push it up the charts. And I, uh, you know, if you're loving these episodes, I would really, really, really 
massively thank you if you could just tell one person over the next seven days or in the next week about this podcast. So that's my challenge for you anyway. Anyway, Driven Mofos, have a great day. I do really appreciate each and every one of you. Keep kicking hard, keep pushing hard. And my goal for this podcast and the reason why I do a lot of this stuff and put a lot of stuff out on social media is I want to have the most driven community on the planet. I want to make sure that people are out there pushing hard, trying to achieve their best, trying to get their best and live their best life. Because I know that self-worth is created through overcoming obstacles, pushing against our own fears and pushing against our own limitations. And the best days that we all have is those days where we think we can't do something and we end up pushing hard and we achieve something. So anyway, Driven Mofos, keep pushing hard. Remember to tell a friend or family member, just one this week, that's all I ask for is just tell one person this week about the podcast and get them onto it. Anyway, have a great day, Driven Mofos. Keep pushing hard and keep achieving.